So I'm realizing there's a real need for this podcast. Um, This is one of the most difficult concepts to communicate to people. No matter how many times you tell people, it's just difficult. And it takes a long time to get it through years of conditioning and dogma and other thinking patterns. So what I'm talking about is the singularity of mold avoidance, and I'm going to tell you what I mean. And the way I'm going to explain it is with an analogy. Think about an airline pilot. He's going from airport to airport. He's grabbing a bagel, a coffee, a Subway sandwich. He's catching early flights and late flights and driving home. I actually have a friend who's an airline pilot, and he gets up at 6 in the morning and drives four hours from Lake Tahoe to his base in San Francisco, his home base, and then he gets on his plane, you know, at around noon, and he flies 300 people all around the country for a few days, staying at hotels and, you know, eating whatever, and then he gets home a a week later and, uh, you know, gets back with his family, and they go mountain biking and go on vacations. And, you know, he doesn't worry too much about his diet. He tries to stay healthy. He exercises a lot. He mountain bikes aggressively. Let's say one day that this pilot broke his leg. He fell off his mountain bike and he broke his leg and he went to the doctor and the doctor said, you have a broken leg and this is the treatment plan to fix it. Now that's not a very controversial injury, right? That's just a broken leg. It's pretty simple. So what if on the way to get treatment for his broken leg, he told his wife, you know what? I don't really want to get a cast and get my leg elevated and get my leg fixed. What I'm really going to do instead is I'm going to look into uh, getting a vitamin deficiency test instead of treating my broken leg. And I'll just sort of hope that my broken leg heals on its own. And actually, you know, even though the doctor said it was a clean break and it will never heal on its own and it needs uh, to be immobilized, I'm just going to ignore that. And I'm just going to start dragging my leg around with me kind of like an injured animal and just drag my leg on the ground and just learn how to walk on one leg. And then in the meantime, I'm going to um, try yoga. I've heard that hot sweating yoga is good. So I'm going to do that. I mean, isn't that absurd, right? Like this pilot was totally healthy before and he broke his leg. He needs to treat his broken leg. Now, of course, that doesn't mean that yoga and diet and deficiency and things are not valid. Those are certainly things that can keep you healthy and, you know, normal people health stuff, like how do I live a longer life? How do I prevent getting cancer? How do I have more energy? Well, what happens along the way uh, to chronic illness sufferers, we're going to stop talking about the pilot and we're going to talk about you and me, is this is exactly what happens to them. Our bodies used to be healthy like that airline pilot. Um, Maybe it was in the womb, Uh, before we were born. Maybe it was in heaven with God before we were born. But at some point, our bodies were designed to function a certain way and something got broken. And it's like a broken leg. A single thing got broken. Now, I'm not saying there's only one cause for mold illness. You know, we talk about genetics. We talk about this. We talk about that. But at some point, the mold detox process got broken. But since there is no doctor and no diagnostic as simple as fixing a broken leg, we never got any answers. So we kind of gave up on the singularity of our problem. 
And we instead, either consciously or subconsciously, sort of told ourselves that our problem was very multifactorial and it, it was a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of the other thing and we have to do yoga and and we kind of eventually make it like a choose your own adventure story like whatever whatever commercials or advertisements or alternative medicine stuff we run into magazines websites we kind of start to patch together this like quilt this this patchwork of our preferences about what we think is wrong with us and we we kind of turn it into like a like Disneyland where we're like I want to go on that ride and I kind of like that over there but I don't want to go over there we kind of make it our own opinion we kind of develop our own subjective evaluation which would be really silly with a broken leg right because if you're if you have a headache but your leg is broken you're not going to say, I think my head is the only problem. You have an objective x-ray of your leg. You have proof that it's broken. This is a huge leap for mold illness patients to make. I just had someone on the forum. I posted about the singularity of mold avoidance. And I said, look, just do mold avoidance. Stop worrying about food and diets and sensitivities. And, and it's like a horrific thing to propose to people. It was to me too. When my mentor said, you know, stop worrying about all these little treatments that you do in your supplements and your special bed for your spinal issues and all the stuff. Just do mold avoidance. I was appalled. I was offended. I mean, I wasn't really offended, but I was like, how could I? All these little things that are keeping me alive, keeping me healthy, you know, how could I give those up for mold avoidance? The singularity of mold avoidance as being the singular solution, singular cause of a problem, of your health problems, it's very hard to, for us to swallow because we've been building our lives around this patchwork, this this um, subjective, um, don't mess with my little treatment plan because I think it's right. And, and we have the hardest time realizing that our health problem might be a singularity, a singular thing wrong. Um, now imagine if that pilot didn't get his leg fixed and he learned how to limp and he learned how to cope and he learned how to walk up the stairs with one arm and he learned how to use a cane and he learned all these little compensation mechanisms right and then one day came to him one day someone came to him and said you don't need to limp anymore you don't need to drag your leg you don't need to sleep on the opposite side of your body so your leg doesn't hurt you don't need to do any of that all you need to do is get your leg fixed there would be a pushback, right? Because the pilot would be like, well, well, what do you mean? I do all this stuff to function. I, my leg doesn't work. I can't, I have to do all this stuff. So it's a paradigm change to realizing that your body is broken and there's one thing that it needs and all this other stuff is BS. And if you can get your body back to a point of, of not having too much mold exposure, then your body works and you can be a pilot and you can um, go... Uh, on long trips and eat whatever you want and have energy and, and you don't need all that stuff, which isn't to say that this stuff is bad, right? It's not bad to eat healthy and to do yoga and everything. But mold avoidance is already so hard and so challenging that if you have multiple priorities competing, you're usually not going to succeed in mold avoidance. And I'll give you an example. Early mold avoiders, including myself, we often told ourselves, we'll do a little bit of mold avoidance, but 
we want to be within 10 minutes of a beach because we think that sunshine and the ocean is important for healing. And we want to be right near an organic grocery store because we think that organic food is important. And don't get me wrong, I do believe organic food is important. But, and we want to be by, you know, this and by that. And pretty soon, mold avoidance takes like 10th place as the priority. Well, if you talk to some people who've really dedicated their lives to doing extreme mold avoidance, it becomes more and more evident that mold and hence avoiding mold <clears throat> is a singular solution to the problem of many chronic illnesses. I have a YouTube video about how so many chronic illnesses are actually connected. And it turns out that <clears throat> mold avoidance is like fixing a broken leg. You don't need a bunch of different things. If you have a broken leg, you just need to fix the broken leg. You don't need a bunch of different things. And this is so frustrating for experienced mold avoiders to explain to new mold avoiders, we just want to pull our hair out because people come to the forum, they join and they do know that they need mold avoidance and they do kind of know that it's an, an issue for them, but they're not willing to make the leap to mold and therefore mold avoidance being a singular thing. And so they kind of bring this this attitude, this subconscious um, perspective that mold avoidance is just one out of all of these different things. And that is wrong. Um, it's not, that's not how it works. Mold, especially early on when someone's early on in mold avoidance and they haven't done, you know, the low hanging fruit, the initial benefit of early mold avoidance, those first couple of years are so profound and it sets the body on such a different track. There's so much healing in it that it's just really singular. And it is so frustrating to try, try to explain. It's literally like trying to tell the pilot with a broken leg who's dragging his leg around, you know, limping up the stairs. It's literally like trying to yell at them that the answer to the problem is not buying special pants or special underwear that allow you to slip your leg in more easily so that it doesn't hurt as bad. Just get the leg fixed and life won't just get a little bit better and won't get a lot better it'll get a million times better and all these other little coping mechanisms and crutches and and little treatments that balance you out and this supplement and that supplement and oh I can only eat this and I can't have that ingredient and oh there's this one ingredient in this one food that I can't have and I can't and I if I don't go to sleep in this bed and with propped up with my head a certain way and I have to have this certain pillow because of these certain you know irritants and I have allergies and if only you just fixed the broken leg and did mold avoidance all of that stuff goes away now don't get me wrong I'm not saying that people with mold illness are guaranteed to be as healthy as a healthy commercial airline pilot because our bodies are damaged and I don't know how much progress we can make. I mean, I've made tremendous progress, you know, to the point where I'm the healthiest I've ever been in my life. But I'm not promising that someone can get back to 100%. What I'm saying is that if you are a person who reacts to mold and has noticed a little bit of benefit from a little bit of mold avoidance, don't just assume that it's like everything else, like supplements and things where you do a little bit of supplements and you get a little bit of benefit and then you do more supplements and you still only get a little bit of benefit. Make the paradigm shift. If a little bit of mold avoidance is good, then a lot of mold avoidance is better and extreme mold avoidance is much better. Make that leap. And I'm kind of making this podcast for myself 
in some ways in a selfish way because these questions come up on the forum so much and people you know you post this that there's like a singularity and people are blown away they're like i can't i can't process this i don't know what you mean because they've been dragging around that limping leg for so long and they've just gotten used to living with it and they've developed all these coping mechanisms with supplements and diets and sleep habits and and they're just kind of like a house of cards their body has never really gotten that leg fixed that broken leg back on track and so if you talk to experienced mold avoiders there's a reason that they keep doing it right like how many people in chronic illness this this is a fascinating way to convince you and and sort of a little bit of evidence here for what i'm saying being true how many people in chronic illness whether it's lyme disease or chronic fatigue syndrome are doing the same treatments now that they were uh five years ago right none of them because last year's trend was this supplement and this shot and b vitamins and the year before the trend was uh immune system injections and the year before the trend was iv vitamin c and they're jumping from trend to trend to trend to trend to trend right but if you watch mold avoiders we don't do that we do mold avoidance year after year after year and if you do it right you get the beautiful benefit the blessing of needing to do less of it because your body heals but but we do it year after year after year right because we discovered the problem and so that should be very convincing to new people like look why are these mold avoiders and not only are they doing mold avoidance year after year after year i'm on my third year simka's on his fourth or fifth year you know eric johnson is on his 30th year but not only are we doing it year after year after year we also no longer are doing all of the other stuff that we used to do the crutches the band-aids the supplements the diets we don't have to do it anymore so it's a double whammy we're doing the same treatment over and over again year after year which says something because most chronic illness patients are just jumping around and we're not doing all the other stuff. I don't take supplements anymore. I don't have a special diet anymore. I have nothing. If I do mold avoidance and do enough of it, which thankfully for me is getting easier as I'm healing, then I don't do anything else. It's singular, you guys. It is a singular solution. And it's so hard to wrap your mind around this when you've been dragging your broken leg around everywhere. So thanks for listening. I hope this has been helpful. I hope I can use this podcast to help people make that mental leap to realize that if doing better mold avoidance means you have to eat gas station food for a while and sleep in the back of a truck like I did, the payoff is there. And my body told me the payoff was there every minute of every bit of the journey. It was like my body, once my body got a hold of mold avoidance and sunk its teeth in, it was just singular it was a singular thing so i hope you guys will give that a chance um just a little disclaimer here i am not a doctor so please consult your doctor for medical advice but i hope this has been helpful to you guys um please share this with new people who are trying to get started with mold avoidance it's such a hard thing to realize that there is this singular answer like there is 
a broken leg being a singular answer. And man, it's amazing to see people with chronic illness who have been sick for decades and spent all of their life savings and have never managed to get ahead that much. It is amazing to see these people make huge, substantial, reliable gains and drop off on all of their old treatments and not need them anymore. And year after year, keep coming back to mold avoidance as the answer for them. And year after year, needing less and less mold avoidance as they build up their power curve is what Eric Johnson says. It is miraculous. We are witnessing a miracle and and a breakthrough in medicine. I always say that Eric and Lisa... Um, Eric being the one who originally discovered, pioneered, found out about mold avoidance, and Lisa being one of my own personal mentors who has done a fascinating job and a wonderful job and a tremendously effortful job of organizing a lot of this information so that we can read it and access it easily, um, that they are deserving of, of Nobel Prizes, in my opinion, because this is just so groundbreaking. Um, it, it really is a groundbreaking, um, world-changing discovery. And that's the thing that people need to realize. They need to not put mold avoidance on the shelf with all of their other supplements and yoga and acupuncture and, and dietary things. That's why it's so frustrating that those of us who have discovered it are pulling out our hair as new people show up on the forum and on the scene and they don't know this yet and I don't blame them right like it's a hard thing to know um but it's frustrating and I really want people to know it and I want to use this podcast as a way to and I I I understand that people are going to be skeptical because everyone else is saying you know that their little secret magical treatment is the answer and that's why it's so sad because there are so many people you know I have a friend who's been sick her whole life she's in her 60s and She's carrying around some of the worst mold toxins I've ever experienced. And I know that if I could somehow convince her of the validity of this, that she would do it. But I can't convince her because she's jaded. She's, you know, been sick for so long. Nothing's ever worked. She's just has her little support system of crutches and band-aids and temporary fixes. And so she, she doesn't, her brain can't fathom the idea that it's a broken leg a singular thing and if you get it fixed then you become the pilot who can travel and eat and live and have energy and sleep in a hotel and just do whatever they want like the singularity of that problem and that solution she just can't do it you know and so i it's it's very sad to me that there's a lot of sick people that can't do it and that, that it's not even their fault because they've been misled either purposefully or 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 accidentally by so much alternative medicine you know because some people would do mold avoidance and would would get better and um so it's a sad thing to me and an exciting thing and a very emotional thing but more than anything it is a difficult thing to explain to people so i hope that this podcast has clearly communicated the singularity of mold avoidance keep coming back in your mind to that healthy pilot who was living and eating and playing and doing his life and broke his leg, right? There's one of two directions he can take. He can either fix the broken leg and get back to life, or he can not fix it and start to develop endless coping mechanisms to deal with that broken leg and never fix it. And that's the kind of people that are coming into the group and coming into the forum. It's people who are dragging around a broken leg 
and they're like scared animals that have been abused for all the years and never had any answers and when you try to tell them you know let me let me fix that broken leg they run away and crawl in the corner and hide and by the way you know again there's a disclaimer like i said i am not a doctor i can't fix anything this is all my own opinion and, and experience you need to see a licensed physician for personal medical advice um, this is just my own you know research and um uh, my conclusion to the matter so thanks for listening guys i did go a little bit long today but i think this is such an important topic hope everybody's doing well